0: Hey guys, welcome back to our fifth episode of Dive. So from the title, you know this episode is gonna be all about my coming out story, how I discovered my sexuality, came out to others, and basically just any general tips for people who might be questioning or unsure. So essentially, we really, really wanted to film this because I know how helpful these videos were for me when I came out. They helped me feel a lot less alone and scared. So if anyone can relate to this or just wanna feel a bit part of a bigger community, It'll be all, it'll all be worth it. So this episode is going to be structured a little differently from our previous ones and Iqna will talk about that.
1: Yeah. So in this episode, we'll, it'll be more of an interview type of style since we're mostly focusing on Esther's journey as she come to find herself. So the way it will work is the first part would be essentially me asking Esther questions about her journey and just other questions that we might have. And the second part will be all about tips and kind of advice for you guys or other people who might be questioning or even allies who have friends in the LGBTQ community and et cetera. And kind of the last part would be a bit about me as an ally. And Esther will kind of ask me some questions about um, how to be a good ally and just stuff like that. So going right into it, the first question I have for you, Esther, is an obvious one.
0: So how do you identify yourself? Mm-hmm, yeah, so right at the beginning, my pronouns are she, her, and hers, and identifies gay or lesbian. But I think when I usually tell other people or come out to other people, I like using the word gay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, when did you actually come out, and how did you know that you were gay? <laughs> mm-hmm, so, this is kind of a really long story. But I wasn't one of those people who knew since they were young. Um, I know when I talk to a lot of people or watch a lot of these type of videos, a lot of them say, oh, I know I was different from five or I could feel something was off from when I was in grade one. Um, I was definitely not that person. I came out a lot later in my life. But if we want like the whole story, so basically starting from middle school to grade nine or ten, When my friends would come up to me and say oh esther do you think that guy is cute or "Ooh, like i I want this guy to ask me out at the dance i would not feel anything when they would (laughs) when they would tell me that i remember thinking yeah like guys are fine um but i was just never interested in know like having these crushes i just did not feel romantically towards any guy and then I remember being a little bit nervous about having these feelings, thinking I was a bit weird. But because I was young, I was like 12, 13, 14, I didn't think much of it. I said, my time will come. But when I started to get in around grade nine or 10 and some of my best friends started to date people, um, they started to like, like, like people more seriously and they would ask me about who I'd like. And I still did not have any feelings towards anybody. I kind of began to panic a little bit. I thought I was really weird. Um, I thought I was a psychopath for a little bit that I couldn't form, like, emotional connection to other people. And then for a little bit, I genuinely thought I was aromantic or asexual. And I genuinely thought I was because I remember one lunch, I told, like, some of my best friends, hey, like, by the way, I think I'm asexual. And they they kind of like rush it off as nothing because they didn't think I was serious or they thought, Oh, like you're still young. Um, it'll maybe like take a few years to really think about what you like. And in the back of my head, like, n- like I never really thought that, Oh, I could be gay. It just, either it was like internalized homophobia or I just genuinely never thought I could <laughs> like other girls. Um, but I guess this all changed in grade 11 Where I still was like having the same feelings. I do not like any boys. I'm not even really celebrities. I just never had like oh like a male celebrity crush. So then I remember telling some of my best friends about this again, and they were think they were saying like oh what if you're bi, and I remember thinking like ah no, (laughs) I just saying nah (laughs) like I don't think so um because it was never something really. I didn't really know anyone that was part of the LGBT community. And also it was never something like we talked about in school or like my family. But then after giving it some more thought, I was like, okay, wait, Um, I genuinely do think I'm bi. Like, I think I could, like I remember thinking girls were very attractive that like being around them made me really happy. And I was like, okay, like, like I'm bi. So I think it was 20, like March, 2019. So the second semester of grade 11 and I remember it was at my, I was at my best friend's birthday party and we were talking about this when everyone left. And then she was like, wait, I genuinely do think you're bi. So then I remember her, like, for some reason, I just randomly sent out a Snapchat to all my close friends being like, hey, guys, just want to let you know I'm bi. And that's all I said in the Snapchat of Ignorable. What were your thoughts after you got it? Yeah,
1: it was really funny, actually, on my end. <laughs> because I was just like chilling you know having a normal day and then like I just get this snap from Esther with like no context at all and like it's just like so random out of nowhere being like hi I'm bi and I was like oh okay
0: yeah it was like super um not planned and I remember a few of my friends being like haha me too <laughs> like I'm bi yeah I love girls but then I remember saying no guys I'm really bi and they're like oh shit okay and they were like cool yeah like we support you of course So then for the next few months, all my friends were like, hey, like, I think you should start talking to a girl, Um, just have some experiences with girls before making um, a decision or not a decision, but like coming to terms with your sexuality. And I said, okay, you're right. So then I think it was the summer, yeah, the summer of 2019, um, it was like towards the end of grade eleven so like May June July I remember um I remember my best friend saying that I should start like talking to these girls so then I started seeing like <laughs> the gay girls in the community that sounds really weird <laughs> but that's what I did and then I met this one girl through my friends um I'm not gonna say her name Uh, let's give her a fake name, Um, Rachel. Her name is Rachel. Rachel. (laughs) Yeah, Rachel. It's fine because we're actually friends now. So she's definitely going to know who she is if she's watching this, but it's fine because we're friends now. Um, So basically we started talking a little bit and I remember her knowing that I was questioning. I just did not know Um, because in the past I have like kissed a few boys and didn't really think anything about it, but I've never done anything with a girl so I just didn't really know what I would feel. So I started talking to this girl a little bit. um, Nothing serious. But then after like a few times hanging out and then after like specifically one night, I knew I was gay. Um, You guys can fill in the blanks. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I just knew I was gay after that. So I think that was like a really long explanation, but I came out. To, I guess or like I realized myself summer of 2019 I think it was like June of summer 2019 um, and then I think I uh, came out to like my small close of friend like my small group of friends around that time like June June or July of 2019
1: mm-hmm. yeah no like watching you kind of go through this process was also I guess kind of interesting for me as a friend because, well, we weren't that close in grade 10, but I, like, remember you, like, kind of mentioning, oh, like, I'm asexual and this and that. And I was like, okay. But actually watching you kind of, like, go through this entire journey and kind of finally realize, like, your identity was actually kind of really cool for me, too. And I, I could a- already see, like, as soon as you, like, kind of realize and start to tell people and, like, us, you could see how much more, like, comfortable and, like, confident you truly were. And you could I could actually see, like, you really, like, felt like yourself.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah I think my story is a little bit different because like my friends were some of the people that genuinely helped me come out because they were the ones that were saying like oh like maybe you're bi and they were really really supportive throughout the whole journey so it wasn't like oh I knew I was gay and then I told my friends it was they were genuinely a part of the journey like every single step so I don't think I could have done it without them Mm
1: -hmm. yeah no for sure I guess you already kind of touched on this, but um, are you out to, I guess, everyone and the most important people in your life? And how did, like, your friends and family first react when you told them?
0: Mm -hmm. So right now, I think all the very important people in my life, I am out to. So I guess we can talk about friends first. So, yeah, so, like, my group of small Friends, like my best friends, like three or four or five of them, they all were basically a part of the journey. So right when I realized they knew and they were so supportive, um, like Ignor, like Mackenzie, Cynthia, they were so supportive. Um, like I could not ask for better reactions. They did not treat me any differently. They were so like genuinely so happy for me because like Iknor said, they could see how like confident I got afterwards Um, And I guess for, like, my other friends, um, it really depended on the friend. I guess throughout the whole summer, I just kind of randomly came out to someone when I felt like it. Um, It usually wasn't that big of a deal. I just texted them being like, hey, like, by the way, I'm into girls. I remember never using the word gay. I remember always saying, hey, I'm into girls, probably because at that time I was still a little bit uncomfortable and I Mm -hmm. still, like, didn't fully accept myself. So I would always say, hey, by the way, I'm into girls. Everyone was super supportive. They're like, oh, cool. Like, they'd always be like, oh, thank you for being comfortable enough to tell me. Um, Yeah, and then for, like, I guess the public, I don't really hide it, but I don't really go out of my way to say anything. Like, if I'm talking to someone – I don't like bring it up like out of the blue being like, hey, by the way, I'm in a girls. But if they mention it or, or if they say something like, oh, like by the way, do you have a boyfriend? I'll correct them and say, oh, actually, um, I'm gay. Um, I remember it kind of funny, because it was like around March or February of grade 12, and I've been out for like half a year at this point. And I remember sitting in a classroom and these group of like people from my grade we were just talking and then all of a sudden they like overhear me talking about liking girls and they look at me and go like, you're gay? <laughs> Do you remember, <laughs> <I> remember this? <laughs> yeah, um, that was kind of funny. Because, and I was like, oh yeah. And they were like, what? Like, I never knew that. It's just kind of interesting because I, I think I make it pretty obvious, but I guess I don't to other people. Um, yeah, I guess people that have known me since I was young, it's maybe kind of a shock to them. But yeah, and then in terms of my family... So um I am out to my immediate family. So the first person I like ever told really who who I didn't know beforehand so it was my cousin actually who pretty much is like my brother and I remember telling him like pretty soon like summer yeah summer 2019 being like hey by the way, I'm in a girl's and super supportive. Um, and I knew he would be. And then I told my sister, again, super supportive. Um, I knew she would be. And then, and then I told my parents, which was a little bit of an, <laughs> an interesting situation. So when I first told them it was summer 2019, I remember going on a walk with my dad and I phrased it very awkwardly. <laughs> um, I must have told you this, ignore, but I literally said, hey, dad, you know gay people? I'm that. <laughs> um, it was, I, I was just so uncomfortable with saying it because I never really had to say it that much out loud. Um, and then, of course, like, it was fine. Like, I know they're from a different generation. So they, of course, weren't like, oh, my God, love it they were supportive and then I kind of brought it up again this summer and still like they still love me everything's good so I'm really fortunate to have a family that didn't do anything like extreme
1: mm-hmm. no yeah that's wonderful to hear because sometimes you hear all these stories of like oh, like friends and family that aren't necessarily supportive and might even be homophobic and it's really really sad to hear especially like in our society today where, like, we've progressed so much, but people still continue to receive hatred for, like, stuff that's, like, no one else's business, essentially. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Um, I remember Ikron and I literally talking about this earlier today where we said, it's crazy how, because to us, like, me being gay is something that just is. It's not a huge, like, deal to anyone. It's not something that I think about all that much, but I know other people when they come out, they're like terrified, or they think that it's going to be the end of the world. So I'm really, really grateful for the friends and family that I have.
1: No, oh, yeah, for sure. Most of your experiences, I would say, from my knowledge have been positive with telling other people. But have you ever had any experiences where you were kind of scared to tell someone or you were scared people were going to treat you differently? Or if you had any specific
0: experiences with kind of homophobia? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say direct homophobia like I don't think ever people said to my face oh like I don't think anyone has ever called me slurs made fun of me to my face but um I guess in my life when I was coming out there was one specific group of people that I was really scared to tell I'm not gonna mm-hmm. say who because that's kind of private but there was like a group of people that I was very very scared to tell because I just did not think they were going to be supportive, and also I've known them since middle school, and they've seen me grow, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to make them think of me differently, and also in the past, they've said a little bit of things that weren't exactly homophobic, but didn't seem very accepting, so then all throughout the summer of 2019, I chose, and still up to this day, I haven't really formally told any of them, um, because I've heard some things in my past of them saying, oh, like that girl seems like a lesbian or oof, ill, like I wouldn't want to be around her. Just some of these things, which made me very uncomfortable and made me very scared to come out to them. Um, and also, I remember coming out to someone who was pretty close to me and they said, oh, haha, you're not gay, you don't look gay, or like along the lines of, oh, I know gay people and you're not that which made me feel very uncomfortable because I know everyone has like a stereotype of what they think. Like, Oh, a lesbian looks like, like very masculine um, with short hair. And I don't think I embody that. I, um, I guess I'm more on the feminine side of everything. And sometimes when I come up to people, they are at the beginning, very judgmental, very judgmental. Um However, I don't think I've had any direct homophobia, which I'm very again grateful for. But just yeah, some people's reactions were a little bit off. But I think now everyone in my life who knows is very, very supportive. No, yeah. I'm sorry you
1: had to face those remarks. I'm sure it would be really, really hard. I can't even imagine. But Mm -hmm. I'm glad that you have still like a strong community that kind of cares for you you know
0: yeah and a lot of it um is a little bit of like they're uneducated a little bit or a little bit ignorant so I remember like again the person that said oh you don't look like a lesbian now they are super supportive um it's just in the moment they were I guess a little bit confused (laughs) ignorant and yeah but it doesn't mean that they have to be like that their whole life um People can get educated. They can change their views on a lot of things. So, that's a really good point that you bring up.
1: I feel like it's really important. um, Even anybody with a minority who's kind of received some sort of like low key like comments that might be like racist or, or like homophobic, instead of kind of taking it as like super like offensive, if it's not like super like rude, it's like maybe the approach to take is to kind of educate them and to help them better themselves and to kind of evolve as a person Mm
0: -hmm. yeah a lot of times even when I see YouTube comments or maybe people on the street saying these homophobic things and these slurs a lot of times like my head automatically goes to oh I feel really sorry for them because they grew up in an environment where people couldn't be themselves and they were taught to be hateful towards other people um so I think people do not are not born homophobic. They're not born racist. They're not born sexist. It's all taught. It's all based on the environment you grew, you grew up in. And a lot of older people grew up in an environment um, in their home country or uh, like 50 years ago, it was n- like being gay was something, it was considered a mental illness. People were put in these institutions for being gay. So a lot of times it's like the environment they grew up in, not who they actually are. And I think it's really important to acknowledge that.
1: No, yeah, for sure. That's like something that I feel like all of us need to kind of work more on realizing instead of directly kind of blaming a person it's kind of important to like think about the society that they grew up in. But yeah, so moving on to the next question, this one, I guess you also kind of touched on a little bit, but what was like your first kind of experiences with like other girls? And was there some sort of like discomfort that you faced or internalized homophobia? Any experience with, like, I guess the gay community in general?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this is an interesting question because first to touch on, like, the internalized homophobia, this is something that I never really thought about when I was coming out because, to me, the scariest part was, was always telling my family, telling my friends, how will other people judge me? But I never really thought about how I would judge myself, so... It took me a long time to genuinely 100% accept myself. Still to this day, I do have a lot of internalized homophobia, thinking, oh, what if this is a phase? Or what if I really do like boys? And it is the environment that affected um, this. And I still have a lot of these like negative thoughts saying, oh, I wish I was straight. My life would be so much easier. Um, but I think when I was coming out, because I was... Like very new to the community and a lot of people knew they were gay like forever and I was here like oh suddenly I was gay um but my first experiences with the girls weren't bad um the one girl that I said before what fake nickname did we give her Rachel Rachel <laughs> Rachel um that, I don't think that was a bad experience it was just a weird experience <laughs> um like she did help me come out um She really did, and I'm really glad I had that experience, but I don't think that was my first real, like, real experience with a girl. I think in the next few months when I started to talk to other people, I remember – oh, my gosh, do you remember this? I had a phase of, like, four months, or every single month I'd be talking to someone. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And it was just a lot. Um, I think it was the excitement of coming out and knowing who I liked that I just started (laughs) –
1: which I think makes so much sense because like for example for me as like a straight person I've always kind of like known and like I've had opportunities to talk to guys like my entire life but for you it was like now like you like finally like realize and you're able to talk to all these people
0: yeah so um I started like having I guess all these flings with these girls um nothing really led to much but I remember feeling a little bit uncomfortable in the sense that there was such a community of like LGBTQ people within the area that I lived and I felt like a little bit even though I was gay I was a bit of an outsider um a lot of people would, would call me a baby gay <laughs> <laughs> like because I literally just came out and um I guess I didn't really have any connections to the LGBTQ community like all of my friends were straight Or I didn't have basically any friends in the LGBTQ community. So I wasn't that informed of like that friend group and what was going on. So I felt like a little bit of an outsider. I felt like, okay, even though I am gay, I don't really feel like I belong. And something that people would say to me like constantly to this day, which makes me a little bit uncomfortable is, wow, you're the straightest gay person I know. Which I don't even know what that means, but apparently... I'm gay, but I act really straight, which what even is acting gay or straight? But, um, which is something a lot of people tell me, which makes me a little bit uncomfortable because I really like pride myself of being part of the LGBTQ community. But sometimes I feel like I don't exactly belong or the people in the community don't see that I also belong, which was a little bit hard, but I think I'm working on that like still to this day. But I think the biggest part was like the internalized homophobia, sometimes like talking to a girl or um, just being in like a relationship with a girl, et cetera. When I would tell other people, it would make me a little bit uncomfortable or even sometimes when I would say, for example, if I were to talk about, Oh, like my wife in the future, or like my girlfriend, it would make me a little bit uncomfortable because like my whole life, it was something I never talked about. And then all of a sudden it got like thrown at me and I had a, I was like so immersed in this community which did make me feel very uncomfortable at the beginning but I like again like I'm working on it like to this day I feel a lot more comfortable in my own skin and I feel a lot better.
1: No yeah that definitely makes sense. I feel like a lot of the times like being your friend kind of looking in from the outside I saw that too like a lot like I feel like there was this kind of notion that like oh, like, you're not gay enough just because you don't, I guess, necessarily fit the stereotypes that the society has placed.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which is kind of, I guess,
1: sad. all, I'm guilty of this too. I feel like a lot of us, like, because we aren't educated about, I guess, homosexuality in schools or even by our parents, like, I was never talked, like, we never talked about it. I feel like all the knowledge we have comes from stereotypes because we don't really do a lot of research and like just like from the outside but when you like actually do your research and like talk to people who are actually part of the community you kind of get to realize like these stereotypes like mean nothing and I feel like that's really important for all of us to kind of put aside our like prejudices and kind of just like really try to be open-minded and kind of listen to someone else and learn from their experiences.
0: Mm -hmm. No exactly like I hate when people say you're not gay enough. Um, you don't act gay enough. And I remember always thinking, like, what even is acting gay or acting straight? And it makes me feel very uncomfortable. So I hope in the future we progress towards a society where these stereotypes do not exist, or at least it's a lot less prominent as they are in right now.
1: No, yeah, that's really important.
0: This question is kind of interesting,
1: but I guess I kind of touched on it from my point of view, but how did you feel after coming out? You could talk about like immediately and like you where you are now and kind of like the progression in your identity.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. So I guess before coming out, um, I there always felt like, I know this is very cliche, but there always felt like something was a little bit off or something didn't complete me. And actually... This is really funny. In grade five, I remember a few months ago, I was Facetiming Ichnor, and then all of a sudden, I re- i was reading my journal from grade five, and there was a picture of these two girls with a heart. <laughs> and I didn't do not have any recollection of drawing that or writing that, but it really shows how maybe, like in elementary school, I was having these thoughts, but because of. Um, internalized homophobia, I pushed them down a lot. So yeah, so up until when I came out, I always felt like there was something missing from me. It always felt like yeah, just something wasn't right. Um I I never really knew in the moment what that was until I came out. And then when I came out and then I remember being so happy. Um like not right after I came out because I was still a little bit scared, a little bit unsure, but For the months following, I remember being able to go to Pride with like my best friends, like Ickner came with me. um, And it was so amazing to just genuinely know what was missing from myself and be able to be myself fully and have everyone around me accept me Was it's like a feeling I can't even describe. It felt like everything was right in my life. Um, I felt like I genuinely knew who I was and I guess it I, I felt a little bit of relief because I wasn't a psychopath. <laughs> um, I could make these connections mm-hmm. with, with other people. And I just remember being really happy every time I would talk to someone that was gay or I would like have these flings with people. I remember being super happy because for the first time in my life, I knew what it felt like to like have these crushes, which um, felt super good. Like I was super happy. Um, yeah, I'm still to this day um I guess I was kind of on like a high for the first like five months after coming out because all of a sudden like 17 years of not liking someone came out in these five months (laughs) um but yeah so to this day I am very happy with my decision not 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 my decision but like I guess my decision to be open and honest with everyone um yeah it's just like happy like euphoria I guess a euphoric feeling (laughs)
1: Oh no, that's, that's really glad to hear. And I would, I saw that change in you as well. I feel like there was just kind of like dramatic change. Like you finally were able to like feel so like fully happy and you were able to kind of fully accept yourself and like everything just like worked and like it fit together and you were able to do all these things and like kind of feel like, wow, like everything's finally put in place.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think this affected a lot of other parts of my life too. I think before I was a little more closed off. Um, I wasn't super, like, friendly or, like, outgoing. I just, like, very kept to myself. But afterwards, I feel like I was a lot more out there, Um, like, a lot more extroverted. I was a lot more friendlier. I remember being – I remember, like, smiling all the time, like, laughing all the time, Um, being so much more, I guess, nice to other people. Um, So it's crazy how, like, this one thing about myself could affect literally – every other aspect oh no that's that's really glad to hear I feel like
1: people don't realize like how much of a difference like this can truly make like like you were like changed as a person I would say (laughs) like and it was a good change and it was just like from my point of view and I'm sure all from all of your other friends point of view it was just truly refreshing to kind of see you go through such a positive change so yeah thank you for sharing your story i'm sure a lot of people who are maybe questioning or kind of going to something similar appreciated that a lot i know i did like it was really interesting for me to like learn some things that i didn't know before so yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. i think now we're gonna go into kind of more tips and, that you have for audience and other things for like allies and stuff so i guess the first question i have for you is if someone wants advice on kind of what to tell their roommate friends or family about being LGBTQ how can I as an ally help
0: yeah so I think this is a very interesting situation because everyone starts to accept themselves at different stages so I think the most important part I guess from like an ally speaking is to be patient with them because a lot of times they are not ready to come out to their friends, family, roommate, and it is such a big part of themselves, but they don't feel ready. And that is perfectly okay. Like just speaking to anyone out there who, who is scared to tell people in their life, there is no rush. It is all based on what you feel. No one can tell you when it's the right time or wrong time to come out. It's it, it is like all depending on, on what you feel. It could be in the next five minutes. It could be in the next five years, but I guess just as an ally, what I really wanted from other people is just some support, or I guess some understanding, some excitement saying, Oh, cool. Like perfect. Like there's nothing wrong with that. I will see you. Like I will not treat you any differently. Mm -hmm. And I think um, sometimes what people mistake that as is treating it, like nothing happened. For example, I remember coming out to some people and they said like, oh, like, don't worry. Like my sister's brother's aunt's uncle is gay. Like, of course, like whatever, it's no big deal. And then I remember not liking that response at all when someone would be like, oh, don't worry, my sister's gay. Like, cause to me that just sounded like, oh, because someone else is gay. Okay, I would have to support you. It made it seem like it wasn't so much about like yourself coming out and about someone else um also it I think for me this is just me personally something that my friends did that I really really liked was when I came out to them I know a lot of people would say would just not treat it like a big deal they would just kind of like shove it on the under the rug and treat it like nothing happened because either they think it it will help us or it makes them a little bit uncomfortable so some people in my life have just when I told them they said cool and then never mentioned it again, treated it like it did not happen. But I really like how my friends know that it is a big part of myself and they understand that like I didn't know who I was for so long and then I came out. So they treat it like it is a it is a part of me and they're not afraid to hide it whatsoever. So I think as like an ally, when someone close to you comes out, um, Just realize that it is a huge deal and it is a huge part of their life, but don't let it eclipse other parts of their life, if that makes sense.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a really good way that you put that. I feel like for me, like as an ally, like it can be like, like hard to like know exactly how to kind of support the other person because you don't want to like seem like, oh, like you're kind of, like, like the fact, like, as you mentioned, like, you don't care, but you also don't want to, like, overstep it, or you don't want to seem like, oh, like, you're overly involved, so it's, like, kind of a hard balance to reach, but I feel like, um, as Esther mentioned, as long as you're, like, being supportive, you know, that's the most important thing, and just, like, kind of acknowledging this kind of part of their life, instead of just, like, pretending like it doesn't exist, and just being an active member that kind of supports them and advocates for them I guess
0: mm-hmm. yeah and there's no like right or r- wrong way to respond it really all depends on the person but just speaking for someone who has come out to people it is it is obvious when someone is trying compared to when someone is not Um, when people are trying to be supportive or trying to make you feel comfortable um, it like means like a lot even if you just go out of your way just for like I don't know like 20 minutes out of your day to just see how the person is feeling it really means a lot
1: oh no that's super true
0: I guess the next question I have for
1: you is how should I respond to a heterosexual friend or co-worker who feels negatively about a person who's LGBTQ or any other group that I'm a part of
0: mm-hmm. so I would say um to not like, if there are people in your life who you know will possibly harm you, harm your mental health, harm you physically if you come out to them, it is better to cut them out of your life if you can, or maybe do not tell them right away. Because I think at the end of the day, your well-being, your mental health, your physical health um, should be the most important. But I think, I know this is said a lot, but if someone doesn't accept you for being gay or bi or or etc um they are not your true friends um especially with people you've known your whole life sometimes you are scared about what they might think of you but true friends genuinely will support you no matter what um For if that's like coworkers or people in the office, I know sometimes people are scared to risk their job because some companies might not be accepting of people in the community. So I think is, I think try to come out when you know you will be able to be accepted by other people or you will be able to keep your job, et cetera. And I think this is a little bit different for family because a lot of times like parents or people from like the older generation are not as supportive as people in like Gen Z or people who grew up in like Western society. So I think honestly, it all depends on if you're gonna be safe after you come out and also how you feel about yourself. Because of course, you have to realize that at the beginning, some of the reactions might not be the best, but that's also because it's a huge change in like your parents' life or your siblings' life, for example. But if you could, but it's best if you try to remain patient at the beginning and also try to help them understand. But if they are genuinely not supporting you, they're being, they're using slurs, etc. it's honestly best to cut them out of your life because this is not good your own acceptance for your own mental health etc
1: no yeah for sure I think it's really important for all of us to kind of realize that of course our mental health should come above anyone in our life we should prioritize like ourselves and our well-being and if that means kind of cutting out some people or like kind of breaking some ties that used to exist if that's necessary then like so be it like you need to take care of yourself first Mm -hmm. exactly so the next question that i have for you is i guess i i for me at least i think this is a quite common in gen z uh, most of the times it's like as jokes but um as an ally or as someone who's part of lgbtq how should a person respond to rumors that someone is lesbian gay bisexual or transgender
0: Yeah, so rumors can be really tough, especially if someone is not ready to come out and there are all these rumors and it genuinely feels like a lot of pressure, especially if the person does not feel comfortable with other people knowing. So I think um, you should try your best to stay away from these rumors. So if like you hear other people in your class, oh, I think this person's gay. Oh, I think this person's trans. I think this person is bi. It's better just not to assume someone someone's sexuality i think just no like never like you should never ever assume someone's sexuality unless they come up to you and come out to you and tell you um which is something that i know like if you're in middle school if you're in high school sometimes these rumors like start spreading around the school but i think you should just never listen to them and also think about how the person is feeling because what if they're what if they actually are gay or bi etc and these rumors are causing them to have like causing them um their mental health to decline or what if like they might not have an accepting household and these rumors suddenly like travel back to their parents which can cause so many more negative um like circumstances so I think it's best just to like never ever assume someone's sexuality and just like stay away from all rumors and if you hear them shut them down just do not give them any attention. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's really important for us to know that like it's like none like like it's not our place or it's none of our business to even care or like to even like care about someone's sexuality. I think it's a really, really personal thing for someone. And we shouldn't play any part in kind of harming that and harming their relationship with their identity themselves. So I would encourage all of you out there to kind of just stay away from like stuff like this and this negativity and just like don't associate yourself with rumors and if you are like if you see that there's like really strong rumors going around like try your best to like help them to shut them down or like if anything if like they're like not shutting down and like things get out of control and like it becomes a lot more negative and people start using slurs and stuff like that I would say like contact like like an adult or something, because if it goes too far, it can be really really damaging to the person themselves. It can really um, kind of lead them to a dark place. Mm-hmm, exactly. So I guess the next question I have is a little on the different route of things. It's for someone who might be questioning. So how do you tell if someone as a friend, how do you tell if you like someone as a friend or more than a friend, especially for people who have, I guess, for example, as a girl, who have a lot of girlfriends or guys who
0: have a lot of guy friends? Yeah, so this is something that I still to this day struggle with. um, Because for me, I think growing up, all my friends were girls. I never really had, I guess, ever in my life, like a best friend or a close friend who was a boy. It's always been girls. I've, ever since I was little, I've surrounded myself with a lot of, I guess, straight girls, I guess you would call it, um, don't really have that many friends who are part of the LGBTQ community. But sometimes, as you do, maybe you have a certain experience with like one of your friends and then you think, oh, do I like them? <laughs> um, or, oh my gosh, like, do I have a crush on my straight best friend? Or what's happening, do I like them? <laughs> Like, do I like them as a friend, or do I like them more than a friend? Because sometimes the lines do get a little bit blurred, and I am not the best person to be answering this because I still, I still to this day struggle a lot with this. Um, if it's just infatuation, if I just like the person for the day, or if I genuinely like them, but I think you really like, my, like from my experience, what I do is to take a step back and. Because sometimes when you're caught up in the moment and you think you like someone, you see them through like, 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 um, like I don't know, what do you call it? Like a rose filtered lens where everything just seems great. But sometimes mm-hmm. you really try to take a step back and assess the situation, maybe from like a third perspective or talk to some of your friends. I know a lot of times I tell Ignor, I'm like, oh, Ignore, do you think I like this person? Like, I don't really know what I'm feeling. Um, but I think... Sometimes it's hard, but at the bottom of your heart, you you know the answer. Sometimes you don't want to admit it to yourself, but you have to really try to be honest. And what helps a lot with me is um, something called like morning pages, where like when you wake up in the morning, nothing's really happened in the day. You just write for 30 minutes about what you're feeling, have no distractions, and you just write. And then after you read it, and then you crumple it because you know you're being honest with yourself and you try to have no distractions. You try to just write about what you're feeling and that really, really helps. That seems like a really cool exercise, actually. I might even try that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I learned that during work this week, actually. My co-op, we like did that exercise and I've been trying that and it, it actually really does help. Like, Not even for if you're questioning your sexuality, anything. If you're unsure about how to approach someone at work if you're unsure about the next steps at school it really really helps oh no that's
1: actually really cool also talking about co side note we're gonna have an episode coming on that soon so stay tuned <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so I'll plug um I guess the last kind of question I have for you in terms of tips is how does someone deal with um an unaccepting household or unaccepting friends and how do you kind of navigate
0: that situation Mm-hmm. So I think, again, this is a really hard situation because, like like I said, when I came out, everyone was very supportive. I had people who are really accepting, so I never really had to deal with a group of people who were very unaccepting or, like, my family who was also very unaccepting. But I just think just if you, like, take a step back and you know that if you come out, you will for example, potentially be kicked out of the house, or if people will harm you, I think it's best to put your physical health um, as like the first priority. Um, However, if you come out to your friends at school, for example, and they start making these sly comments, or start calling you slurs, start spreading rumors about you just are not supportive. I honestly think First, try talking to them. Try getting to the bottom of the, of the situation because sometimes, um, this actually happens a lot, people are very homophobic because they themselves are dealing with their own sexuality or they are unsure of their sexuality. So they start to become homophobic towards other people. Um, however, if you genuinely have friends who are unaccepting, I think it's better if you just cut ties with them because I think that ruins your mental health. Again, if they do not accept you for something that you genuinely cannot change, something that is a part of you, they are not real friends. Um, and I think with households, it's a little bit harder because you, cannot, you can't just cut ties um, that easily from your family. You can't just suddenly leave your home, but if you come out to your family and they are abusive, if they do threaten to kick you out, I, um, I think it's really important that you find a community, like maybe it's your cousin, your aunt, your best friends who will accept you and to find a community to lean on because it, it is it is very hard to have a family who does not accept you for who you are. But again, sometimes it's not about, it's not necessarily about you, it's about the environment they grew up in and, and how, their views were shaped as a young child because they probably grew up in a world where being considered gay was the worst of the worst. It was a sin. You were gonna go to hell. Um, They believed it was a decision. So maybe at the beginning, try to educate them a little bit more, be honest with how you feel. Um, Also understand a little bit about how they're feeling. But I think if your health or your physical health is threatened, Um, you should try to leave and find another place to live is just my um, personal, like, opinion and experience.
1: Mm -hmm, No, I feel like, um, I can't even imagine how difficult it must be to have, I guess, the most important people in your life not kind of accept you for your true self. And I'm sure for people who I guess are going through this right now, like I know it might feel like, oh, like it's like the end of the world, like it's the worst thing possible, which in certain aspects it is, but I feel like just try your best to kind of understand and navigate the situation to the best of your abilities. But if if it's at a breaking point where it's getting super bad, I guess it's most important to prioritize yourself and just kind of find other support groups or like talk to youth lines online. And mm-hmm. all of this information, all the, we'll link all the resources for LGBTQ support groups mm-hmm. um, in Canada and other websites um, on our Instagram posts. So be sure to check that mm-hmm. out. So just be able to um, use, use these resources. And if it, if worse comes to worse and you need to move out, there's a lot of other resources for that as well, which can help you kind of set up with people so you're not completely left out in the dark.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I really, I genuinely know like, what it feels like to be alone in this. Um, so if you ever want to reach out to me, like, my DMs are open. Like, I, there's will be no judgment. I know how hard it is maybe for if you're struggling to come out, if you're even questioning, or if you just don't know how to tell your friends and family, it can feel like you're alone. And like Ichnore says, it can feel like the end of the world. I remember for me, when I had to come out to my family, I remember me feeling so scared, like oh my gosh, it's going to be the worst thing in the world. We're going to treat it so poorly. But just know having a support system to rely on helps so much. So if any of you guys want to reach out, no matter how significant it is, like please, please feel free to.
1: No, for sure.
0: I guess that kind of wraps up my
1: portion of interviewing you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. we went through some of the experiences you have yeah people is there any you'd like to ask me
0: yes okay so as you've known ichner and i have been like close friends best friends for like a while she knew me before i came out and she also knew me afterwards and i could say like ichner was such a supportive friend perfect ally like like (laughs) like ideal best friend for if someone were to come out so i guess i would just have some questions for your point of view um I guess from your perspective, like what does it mean to be a good ally and what does it mean to support your friend, a family member when they come out?
1: Oh yeah, I feel like um, in my opinion, the most important thing is to be a listener and like be open-minded. Like give them that comfortable and positive space for them to share their experiences. Um, And you need to kind of acknowledge the fact that they are truly confiding in you and kind of discussing something that's super, super personal to them. And that should be like, that must mean like so you're some, someone really, really important to them. So kind of give them that benefit of the doubt and just be a good listener, I think is the most important part. Like don't try to make assumptions and like try to like comment on being like, oh yeah, like I've always known or like just, just, just kind of let them kind of have their moment <laughs> and then kind of let them take the floor and kind of speak. And it's also really important, as Esther kind of mentioned earlier, um, as you guys kind of go on with your relationship to not not act like it's something that doesn't exist and to kind of just like pretend like that conversation never happened. I would say rather it's more important to kind of acknowledge it and realize that this is something that's super, super important to my friend. And it's kind of a huge part of their life. It's essentially a huge part of their identity. And it's really important to acknowledge that as well. And I would say that like, if you, for example, see someone kind of being rude to your friend, or if you see, like, someone kind of saying slurs, and you can see that, like, they're kind of afraid to stand up for themselves, and they're kind of in a position where they're backed up, like, take that charge, like, take that initiative, and, like, be able to stand up for your friend, and the points where, like, you can see that they're, like, getting weak, and, like, they need that support, you need to be there for them, and you need to, like, help them get the resources that they need, and stand up for them when they truly need you the most because a lot of the times I feel like people can be backed up into a corner and they don't really know how to act with a bunch of other people who are kind of against them and you can be that like supporting ally who's there for them in those situations Mm -hmm. and I feel like one another thing that's really important is like you as an ally itself need to kind of confront your own prejudices and biases and I know that can be really uncomfortable to do so but I would say it's really, really important because no one's perfect and we we all have our biases and it's kind of important to us to take a step back and self-reflect and acknowledge these biases so we can kind of work better to change ourselves and evolve and to be an even better ally who's even more accepting. And also take charge more, like for example, go to Pride, go to all these events, like be an active member as an ally. just because you're an ally doesn't mean you can, like, you can't be a part of the community, you know what I mean? Like, people, mm-hmm. for example, when I was going to Pride, a lot of my friends were like, but you're not gay, like, why are you going to Pride? Like, it's not, like, like, you shouldn't go. Which mm-hmm. I think is, like, completely, like, bullshit, like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not, of course, I'm, I'm not claiming to be a part of the community. I'm there to support my friends, like, Esther and all the other people that might be going through something difficult and I just want to be there for them and I think that's totally acceptable and all of you out there who are trying to be more supportive to totally do that and just kind of take that charge and be there for your friends I guess is the most important thing
0: yeah oh my gosh cannot have said it better myself um yeah like I brought up so many important points like she really was like I know you were like such the ideal friend or best friend when I was coming out especially with the part about I'm confronting your own like biases and etc because I think before I came out some of my friends or some people in my life would make jokes like haha you're gay or like use gay as something that was negative but um after I came out people started to take the responsibility and start saying okay we should not say that anymore or start to confront other people who would say that I think sometimes when people are homophobic, my friends get more upset than, than I do, <laughs> um, because they just really want to support me. And especially with like going to Pride, like I went with three of my friends, and all three of them <laughs> were straight. Um, but all of them, like and like for example, my other friend Cynthia, and then one of the Iqnor's friends, who all came they were like more than happy to come even if it just meant supporting me or just like supporting the cause, supporting the community. So I think these small details such as, oh, just like offering to go to Pride with your friend or just stop, maybe stop using certain phrases that your friend doesn't like or stopping other people literally means so much more than you can like ever imagine. Um, But I think this like next question, we, we kind of touched on it, but Because we were like very close before I came out. Um, And then also we were like very close afterwards. I know sometimes some people are maybe like uncomfortable with being best friends with someone who's gay when you're straight, but can you just talk a little bit about how, if our friendship changed at all or how does it feel to be best friends with someone that's gay and still like hug all the time and do all the same things that best friends would do?
1: Honestly, I would say our friendship got better after <laughs> you came
0: out. <laughs> yeah, I like, agree. <laughs> yeah,
1: like I feel like it was a place where it, it was like a super comfortable place where you were truly able to be yourself, which I think is the most important in any friendship that both parties feel comfortable and feel like they're able to be themselves, which I think we created an environment for us. And I feel like before you came out, like um, it, not that our friendship was bad or anything. It was just like, you were just not in that confident place where you were afterwards. And I feel like that was, that kind of helped our friendship flourish even more. And we were able to be a lot more open with the things that we talked about. And I guess that kind of brought us closer because for me uh, as a friend, the fact that you chose to like tell me was something that felt truly like good, I guess, rewarding in a sense that like you even felt comfortable or felt that you should be, you, you can share this such a, personal thing with me i feel like that kind of helped us create a more personal and environment where i felt like i could share anything i wanted with you and i i hope you feel the same way Mm -hmm. yeah i yeah i would say our friendship better in that sense and in terms of like oh like hugging and stuff like that i feel like it (laughs) like does not matter at all because we both know that our friendship is very platonic (laughs) and like it's not something we have to worry about because like
0: it's like we know Yeah uh, one thing that I hate is for example this hasn't really happened to me that much but some like my other friends or people like when I see this in like in the media is when someone comes out to their best friend and then their friend says oh I don't feel comfortable changing in front of you or or like when they say oh are you gonna start liking me oh my gosh that makes my blood boil because I don't understand like as someone who's like gay it's not like we have a crush on every single girl we see. Um, and it just makes, like, for example, if Ignor said, oh, I don't really want to hug you anymore because you're gay, that would make me feel pretty bad about myself. It'd make me seem like our friendship could never be where it was um, because of like this detail about me. Um, so I'm really glad like none of my friendships have changed in that aspect. It's like very all remain the same. Um, yeah but that's pretty much like all the questions we've kind of like touched on a lot today but we just wanted to say like we know from like someone who's coming out from an ally perspective we know that this can be a tough time um, we know that it's like sometimes very hard to even accept yourself so we will link like ichner said a lot of resources down below and um and we will like keep our dms open either 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 if that's like for myself if you're having trouble coming out or if it's like for you need a help you need help um supporting your best friend like ignore can also touch a lot of, upon that but we really hoped that this helps someone out there. I know I really know how much this helped me. I remember Googling oh coming out stories like when I was coming mm-hmm. out. Um so I really hope like this helped at least one person. If someone could relate again like our DMs are always open, no judgment zone. And yeah. Thank you so much for thank you so much
1: for listening. and uh, I hope all of you guys out there can come to a
0: stage where you guys truly accept yourself and love yourself. Yeah, thanks for listening again. See you next episode.